0: vitamin C tea. Do I announce every beverage on every podcast episode? Maybe I do. Maybe I do. Hi everyone. Welcome to the totally normal show. I am your host, Lindsay Chrysler. I answer questions about love life. I share about my own life. That's what we do. There's no shame in this house around doing things in relationship land that everyone else is doing. Totally normal, but nobody talks about because nobody wants pity or feedback or shaming or blame for doing something wrong it's so not helpful so here you are totally normal i have yet to get a question that i've been like okay this is not normal <laughs> okay we need to uh, we need to talk we need to really talk so so far so good um if you have a question definitely email the totally normal show at gmail.com that's where i get all the questions and if i answer your question i will email you back the episode so that you can hear. Yeah. The totally normal show at gmail.com. And I love getting questions. So please email me your questions. No matter what is going on, be concise, tell me what's up and be specific, concise and specific. It's a hard task, but you can do it so far. Everybody's been awesome. And we have a good listener question for the single women out there today. So what's going on? Well, I am feeling a little back on track I just did a few things. It's amazing how a few things when you haven't been doing anything goes so far. And I no longer think anything is going to save me or rescue me or solve life's existential anxiety about dying or being alone or I don't know, it's really just about dying probably. But anyway, it shows up as different things. But so I no longer meditate so that I can be a perfect person that's a road to disappointment frustration and i think too much rigorous action can actually be kind of self-hating but i also think not doing anything can be kind of self-hating because there's ways that we know every one of you out there knows like that make you feel better that make you feel good so i told you i was painting a few weeks ago i'm still painting but what i also did was i meditated for 5 minutes it's not huge I went for a run for 20 minutes. I like time containers because it makes me push myself, but I like time containers that are incredibly short so that I'm not grinding. So anyway, (laughs) 20 minute run was actually really a stretch for me. I was, wait, does everyone get the itchy feeling after five minutes when you're running? Does your skin like itch? Do I have a problem? Do I need medical advice? Anyway, my skin starts to itch after like the five to 10 minute mark of a run. And I don't really enjoy it, but it makes me feel like, ooh, sweat is coming through pores that have not seen sweat in many days. And when I say days, I mean months. So I ran for 20 minutes. I felt the, the stretch of like, okay, if it were just, if I hadn't have set the intention to run for 20 minutes, I would already quit. So I kept going, kept going. And you get a little, you get more of those good feeling chemicals in your brain when you go a little bit further. That's why I use timers for certain things. That's it. So there's the Stan Taken model of attachment in, in therapy land. Um, Stan Taken, I forget who else, but it's all about basically being securely attached and being this like unified team against the world. And it doesn't work that well for Robbie and I, because we actually are good with that. (laughs) We're, we're a kind, good natured team. And we get along really well, and that's not the thing. The thing for us, and our couples therapist is from a different couples model, is more about independence. It's more about taking responsibility for ourselves and less dependency on the relationship to make us happy. Of course, secure attachment is important, and feeling like this person has got your back, no matter what, is really, really important. But there's also like life, and this person can't have your back all the time. It's actually this false idea. It's really important for toddlers and babies to feel like their caregiver has got their back no matter what, because it ensures their survival. But I'm a grown woman. If my partner can't be there for me because they're busy with their own things or they're having an off day or they don't want to, that's okay. That's okay. You don't have to be available for every single need to be in a healthy relationship. There's definitely a lot of, like, in my opinion, false babying relationship stuff going on in the world right now. So, knowing that I'm in a bigger container of a committed partnership is really, really helpful. And that has taken some time and that's been really wonderful. And then also being responsible for your own happiness is really, really important. So, I've been doing some things to just take care of myself, to have myself, to connect with myself. And lately, it's been more of those kind of more spiritual practices. And then what else? Oh, and then I cooked a full meal the other day. That's always nice when you cook a meal; you feel proud of yourself. It's there's periods of time where I really don't want to, but then I made this really, really, really good lasagna, like homemade from scratch lasagna, and it took me way too long, but it made me feel really, really good. So taking care of myself in those like really simple ways. Am I boring? Is that the most boring update? I meditated for five minutes. I ran for 20 minutes and I'd make a lasagna. Well, maybe this is late thirties people. Maybe this is late thirties, but those are the things that brought me home. Do I have anything wild to share? Nope. I certainly don't. I did not go to Burning Man. I've not gone on like a wild sexuality retreat in a long time as much as I love those. I have not done any psychedelics. Just drinking my vitamin C celestial seasonings tea. I don't know if Celestial Seasonings is good, but they make this vitamin C tea and it brightens me. You know how vitamin C serum brightens your skin? Everyone knows that, right? Vitamin C serum. I don't know. Some people think like some of the vitamin C is not good. It's like sun sun sensitive. I could go on about skincare, but I'm not because that is what you go to TikTok for. But anyway, vitamin C, I believe in vitamin C. I think it's a real thing. Um, Citrus season is coming and you'll all hear so much about my love of citrus soon. My body craves it. My body craves citrus in the winter and parsley at all times. That probably means I have like some kind of crazy deficiency. But anyway, vitamin C is so delicious. So this vitamin C tea, it just brightens me. It's herbal. Like don't, don't get too excited. But what I do is I put two vitamin C tea bags in a giant 24 ounce. It's not giant, but to me, it's a 24 ounce jar So it's like triple cup of tea and then I drink that and I feel really good about myself because I'm hydrating and I'm getting the vitamin C. So there's the beverage tip for the day. Okay, should we answer a listener question? Let's do it. This one is from a single person, which I'm very excited about because this show is for uh, everyone in all love life situations. Okay, dear the totally normal show. Can you do something about enjoying weddings and other occasions as the only single person and dealing with deeper feelings of jealousy and longing for what others have or what I imagine others have? Okay, so that's such a good question, right? Wedding season, we're almost done with wedding season. Um, Other occasions, I'm guessing you mean parties, intimate gatherings, holidays are coming up. Yeah. So can you enjoy yourself as the only single person? My answer to that is sometimes. It really depends on the group, It depends on where you're at, spiritually, emotionally. If you're feeling incredibly tender, incredibly internal, and you go to an event of annoying people, you're going to have a bad time. But if you go to an event where people can hold a range of feelings, where there's a certain level of maturity in the group, where they are inspiring people, they inspire you, you laugh, you experience joy and you're feeling a little bit strong, a little bit brave, a little bit open-hearted, then I think you you can go and enjoy yourself. So I have been the only single person at a wedding, or what it felt like the only single person. Of course I wasn't. But when I went, I was. that was my fear. And I remember one of the things I did was I was I went in being of service. So I went in putting my attention on other people, helping out with the wedding. If you're not super close to the person getting married and you don't have a service role, you can still go with the eye of service. I'm going to get to know people. I'm going to brighten people other people's day. I'm going to be a bright spirit in the space. And then you participate and have conversations from that place. I remember I went to bed early too. I, I went, I showed up. I was inspired and I went home when it was time to go home. I didn't drag it out. I also did not drink a ton because I've done that before and that doesn't work so well for me either. And did I feel sadness? Yes. I remember there was this one point at the kind of more the end of the night, the slow dance part, which made me feel really sad. And I felt really sad and I longed for a partner. And I remember taking that time to go outside, get a big breath of fresh air. I think I also got some dessert, which is a real comforting thing when you're sad. (laughs) And I remember doing a prayer. May I find my partner soon. I took that sadness. I felt my sadness and I, and I made a prayer moment. So it's really normal to feel longing and jealousy. I think it shows you what you want. When you feel jealous, when you're like, I want that, You know, and just a reminder, this is so annoying. You didn't ask for like a a lesson in jealousy and envy, but jealousy is more when you want the other person to suffer and envy is more when you want what they have. You don't want the other person to suffer, but you really want what they have and you don't and you're upset about it and you feel envious. But I also don't want to take away from your feeling of jealousy. Like sometimes we want what other people have and we do want people to suffer and that's just a normal feeling. Your happiness is upsetting to me and it's triggering to me and I hate it. That's a normal feeling. You're not alone if you're feeling jealous of something. You can even go with judgmental with it, right? Like the jealousy can actually turn to judgment and criticism really quick, especially in my mind. But it's a signal of what you want. And you already know what you want. If you're a single person wanting partnership, you already know that you want partnership. And that signal of jealousy is, I want that. It's clarifying. There's also something really annoying about other people finding love because then you know it's possible for you. And at first it's annoying because you may have created some reasons why it's not going to happen for you or why you close that door. But then when somebody finds love or somebody gets married and and the actual wedding or the vows or that moment of union feels authentic, you're like, shit, it's possible. And if they can do it, I can do it is the, is the turnaround. And then it means you have to actually put action into meeting somebody. You only have to meet one person usually, unless you're looking for a polyamorous foursome of marriage, but then you still only need three people and you get moving on it. And you can also cancel. You can also cancel. You also don't have to show up. If you're feeling especially upset about it or tender about it, or you don't feel like you're going to belong, right? Your belonging is coming into question. It's okay to stay home and take care of yourself and not go. I think that's a very valid position in the face of being the only single person in an event because you're separate, right? If you know you're the only single person, like let's say it's a weekend and you know exactly who's coming on this weekend and it's all couples and you know you're the only single person, you may not want to go because you risk not belonging and if they're awesome people and inspiring and they're going to set you up with five dates after the weekend of seeing how amazing, and wonderful you are, then you probably could go. It might be an opportunity, but there it's a decision and you have to tune into your gut, the, the place below your navel or wherever your center is. That's where like everything happens for, for me. Womb, gut, that center of your body. And you have to tune in and say like, do I go? Do I take care of myself and do I go? Yes. Okay. I go do I take care of myself and show up and go? No. Okay. No. Right. And you kind of tune into that for a few days before making your decision, probably because it could be an opportunity, but it also could be an experience that will take you out for a week of feeling like you don't belong, feeling sad, getting other people's pity. My least favorite experience of another person is to be pitied by them. You know, it's okay. If people feel sadness with your sadness, sometimes that's uncomfortable. I used to code that as pity. That's not pity. Pity is like, oh no, like almost feeling judgmental and sorry for you and sad for you, but also with a layer of judgment. That's pity. F that. Cancel. If you're going to get pitied the whole time, cancel. Yeah, the question is really about, can I belong with all of my feelings of longing and jealousy and being separate? Can I still belong? And a lot of times you can, And it actually is, it creates some movement in your life. Weddings can be incredibly inspiring. I find them to be inspiring. Even if there's a bunch of rigmarole that's not really that authentic, there's usually one moment where you feel commitment to the marriage that is inspiring. It's a huge commitment. It's a beautiful thing to witness. But again, yeah, I would say with weddings, you know, maybe I'm just pro weddings. I think they're fun to see what other people are creating. It's a creative event. With more intimate gatherings where you're the only single person, I think that's a, that's a, a place to pause. You know, feel all your feelings about it, the jealousy, everything, and then return <sighs> to what you would like, what you want. I want partnership with a really, really wonderful person for me as soon as possible. And then you could even frame it. You could go um, all the personal development style and you could frame it in the present and feel the power of that. Even if it's not true, it does something to your body when you say it in the present. And I know sometimes it feels unnatural. Doesn't matter. When you're up against something that you really want that you've been struggling with, it's important to try things and feel uncomfortable and feel unnatural. Because what's felt natural is being single because you've gotten used to it. And so it's important to actually claim. I am in an amazing, amazing partnership with a wonderful guy. If you're a straight woman looking for a guy, I'm in an amazing partnership. I am so happy in my amazing marriage with this wonderful person. I cannot believe I found him, but I did Woo! feel the power of that. So if you're feeling jealous or if you're feeling upset about something that somebody else has, try that. Try very clearly claiming what you have and what you are and just see how that feels and and let that carry you out your next decisions. Okay. I hope that's helpful. It's not easy. It's not easy. The feelings, the feelings. I guarantee you, though, a lot of people who are having a partnership are having a lot of feelings, too. So don't forget, you're not alone in that either. All right, everybody. That's the totally normal show for you. You are totally normal. I'm so happy you spent the last couple minutes hanging out with me. Please write in a question. If you've already written in the question, you can write in another one. Whatever's going on for you, tell me what's going on. And I'll tell you what's going on and we'll just keep on going. Having our normal, beautiful, mundane, amazing, wild, hard experience of life. Day after day after day. Okay.